If there's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first Striker Fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind. Featuring a totally unique patent pending extended magazine, the P15 pistol's other features include fire fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P-15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P-15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If people want to stay safe, the best thing they can do, high quality masks, and that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you yeah, tell yeah. someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them can be the best safety so carry some extra masks with you carry some rapid tests with you if you're- oh man i'm <laughs> that's a what's her face it's some doctor on uh msnbc the cable network that didn't just shut down their plus version uh welcome back to the show dana lash here i'd be like why the hell are you on this plane why are you on the plane then why why are you on the plane why don't you believe in your own mask exactly i mean i yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, well, if you're wearing a mask, then what does it matter if I wear one or not? You got your mask on. Either you believe in the perform the performance of your mask, or you do not. Isn't that such a that's such a just a trick, man? My mask doesn't work unless your mask is on. My seatbelt doesn't work unless you have your seatbelt. My eyeglasses don't work unless you're wearing eyeglasses. I mean, it's the same. (laughs) That's what it is. I can't taste this food unless you eat it too. (laughs) This is who these people are. Science. In a way, it sort of feels like, I guess, is, is is this what the days of yore in medieval times was like? Where you had these Skeksy type creatures running around with their fake science? We've got to bleed the disease out of him. That's get the leeches. Carry extra mask on planes. What would you do if someone said, "I have an elderly. I need you to wear this mask." I literally would be like, "Why are you on the plane?" Then you might want to move seats because I'm not wearing it. I would say, unless you have ten masks in there, I don't think me wearing nine masks will work. Try wearing a pillow over your face. Do you want me to hold it? <laughs> I, and then I see some people like, well, you know, out of you know, you should just you should just do this and help out of the kindness of your heart. The kindness of your heart. What about the kindness in their heart? Why don't they have ever? Are, why are they never expected to have the kindness in their heart to not force people to do unscientific virtue signaling tributes? Because that's exactly what this is. It's their own little passion play. That's exactly what this is. Why is it never expected of them? You're the mean one because you won't acquiesce. It's never them. 
Why don't Why don't you? You know what? I heard that uh, if you lean over all the way, then it'll make the plane go that way. It's like you know, as unscientific as that. I don't know. I could come up with a million analogies. I'm just frustrated. It's emotional blackmail. That's what these people try to do. I would totally lie in response. Okay, can I give you? I'm going to tell you a story. This actually happened. So we were coming back from Los Angeles. I had business to do out there, and that was about, this is probably about 10 years ago. And it was spring, so of course I had a wonderful, crazy, horrible case of sinusitis. And I had to take this antibiotic with food, or it made me vomity sick. And I had to take it in the evening. It was an evening flight. And flying back to our home in St. Louis, we lived in St. Louis at the time. And I needed to eat some kind of like snack, something. And we're sitting next to this chick who immediately came in. She had the window seat. I was in the middle. My husband had the aisle. And I don't like not being in control of like viewing or the aisle. So this is hell on earth for me. And she was very fastidious like when she immediately got into I mean she was I, I, I mean I thought I was bad and I could tell she was just I wasn't being judgmental but you know he, you know let's be honest everyone's like I'm not judgmental yes you are we all are stop I could tell immediately so we're in this aisle and I it was six o'clock I needed to take my antibiotic so I pulled out a little bag of trail mix and I pulled out my medicine and then I heard, <laughs> I don't respond to that. If I hear someone doing that as a way to get my attention, I will purposefully ignore, ignore you out of spite because it's stupid. Have the balls to say, excuse me. I'll teach you a lesson. I, am, I will do that. I don't care. You know what? I, I sometimes I'm the pettiest person in the world. I just can't deal with it. Just, just say, excuse me. So for like 60 seconds, I did not even nothing. Got out my little trail mix bag, and then she finally tapped me on the arm because apparently the phrase excuse me was not known. It was not part of her lexicon. And I looked at her, and she goes, I'm so sorry. Are there nuts in there? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I have a nut allergy. Can you not eat that? And I looked at her, and I go, I have a not taking my medicine allergy. And I have a not taking my medicine allergy on a full stomach particularly. I said, are you okay with getting vomited on? I literally said this. I go, I'll puke on you. Are you okay with this? And she looked at me like she did not believe me. And I held up my medicine. I said, I have to eat with this. This is all I got. This is how we're doing this. I go, there are nuts all over. Because I literally got, you know what they hand out? You can, buy, you can get little nut bags from the uh, airline, from the flight attendants. And I was like, you better go tell everyone on the plane that you can't. No one should open their, their stuff. But I told her, I said, look, I got to eat this. You're more than welcome to move to a different seat. So she did. But I'm, I mean, and you could be like, Dana, you should have accommodated. You should have been a nicer person. You know what? She could have moved to whose illness is going to take precedent. I see people who go, I have a nut allergy and then they'll eat. I've seen, I don't know. Also, if your nut allergy is so bad that you're on a plane with a person sitting next to you that I don't know, it was just weird to me. I don't do all of that stuff. So, and I had to, I legit, and I found out the wrong way, what happens if you don't eat with your medicine when you're supposed to. But I was not going to be like, I'm going to get sicker just for you. No, I'm sorry. You can go and move to a different seat. There's empty seats here. 
Is that ignorant? Because I don't care. I don't care if anybody thinks it's ignorant or not. I just, I'm, it's always incumbent upon the people who have no awareness or, or the people who are responding to people who have no awareness. Like with this, I had a friend who was saying, well, if there was an elderly person, you know, if they had an elderly person sitting at home and they said, and they asked me very nicely, I would out of kindness do it. I'm like, I'm not going to wear a face mask for three hours or two hours or one hour, especially because it's just virtue signaling. It doesn't do a damn thing. I am not going to aid in your neurosis. I wouldn't expect you to aid in mine. Do I get to wipe your face off with a Clorox wipe? Because that would help me mentally. I mean, but I'm not doing that to you, so stop. <sighs> is that petty? I don't feel like it is, Kane. No. What would you do if you were sitting on a plane and someone's and like... And someone mm-hmm. said not to eat nuts because mm-hmm. they have the allergy? Yeah. I'd say, well, I'm not spitting it in your mouth if that's what you're <laughs> suggesting. So, <laughs> thanks for talking. I just... I don't I, I haven't seen a lot of people wearing masks. I now if if I see somebody on a plane wearing a mask, I don't I mean so I don't care. And if you're so worried about people at home as it relates to this mask mandate that you feel like you still can't go out in public with unless everyone else wears one, then keep your ass at home. Don't go out in public. Don't endanger your grandma's life by going out in public. Stay home. I'm not doing this. Life is too short to spend mornings getting ready for work in boring clothes that you don't want to wear. Face it, your closet's full of business clothes that you're never going to wear again because informal is the new normal. So embrace the cozy with new Tommy John loungewear. And when you start your day in Tommy John's stylish joggers, their sweatshirts, their leggings, their pajama sets, you're just that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Micromodal fabrics and extended inseams give you four-way stretch and limitless flexibility so you look good and you feel good all day long. Tommy John underwear moves with you thanks to the breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric that has four times the stretch of competing brands. And with over 17 million pairs sold, Tommy John does have customers they have fanatics and with tommy john returns and exchanges are free with tommy john's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee it's tommy john's anniversary month so whether you're trying them for the first time or a longtime fan get 25 percent off site-wide right now at tommyjohn.com dana help celebrate with 25 percent off site-wide at tommyjohn.com dana that's tommyjohn.com dana see site for details small business owners have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee or wanted to implement a better company culture? The bad news is that one complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. The good news is that Bambi is an HR platform for small business owners to implement good HR practices. Built for businesses like yours, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and your employee feedback. And then your U.S.-based dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Visit Bambi.com slash Dana Show today for your free HR audit spelled b-a-m-b-e-e dot com slash dana show that's bambi.com slash dana show you run your business let bambi run your hr bambi.com slash dana show 
In 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States, and now around 42% of all households in the United States have a firearm. People support the Second Amendment. For firearm enthusiasts, suppressors are a good idea when practicing at the range, indoors or outdoors. I mean, a suppressor doesn't silence your firearm, but it does help to protect your hearing, and even more so for those who like to spend a lot of time training with their firearms. My friends at Silencer Shop are the industry leader for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company, and their customer reviews are awesome. So if you're new to shooting suppress, I want you to know that Silencer Shop has made the NFA process easy. Details are online at silencershop.com with free shipping and no transfer fees. And their suppressors start at just $365. Search Silencer Shop on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and spend more time at the range protected with a suppressor that's right for you. See their variety and how to get yours through silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So, a couple of things here to get into. I saw this as it relates to Facebook or Meta or, uh, yeah, Facebook. I'm still calling them Facebook. Sheryl Sandberg. They they say Meta Sheryl Sandberg. Wall Street Journal reports that she pressured Daily Mail, a British publication, to drop Bobby Kotick reporting, uh, reporting on what he was doing. Bobby Kotick is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Activision, remember this, they were purchased by the Communist Chinese Party's Tencent a few years ago. They came out with Call of Duty. I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. They were apparently, the story, according to the Wall Street Journal, is that they were, and she was trying to, and she was lobbying Daily Mail to shelve this article. Uh, she's facing scrutiny. Her, well, it's her then boyfriend. I should say they're not together anymore. Uh, but she contacted the digital edition of Daily Mail because they were talking about a TRO that Kotick, uh, that had been obtained on Kotick by a former girlfriend in 2014. And Cheryl Sandberg had reached out to the Daily Mail to silence or to suppress that story. And then that became a story itself because, of course, it did. I thought that was kind of funny. You, you, cover up is always the worst thing ever. Why would you? Why would you even have a digital paper trail? Why would you even do that? Makes zero sense. Also, more Americans than ever are losing confidence that they will ever own a home, according to the Hill by way of a survey from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. They found that only 43% of renters believed that they'll ever own a home. It is the first reading below 50% in our nation's history, which is incredibly sad. And I said yesterday, and I wanted to talk about this more, 58% worry that their life choices could send them to hell. Two in three people say they're not afraid of what happens after death, but there are some people who are a little concerned. It was a survey of 1,000 people in the UK commissioned by Spirit Check, and they found 50% of respondents do believe in afterlife. Of this, 60% think that everyone experiences the same when they kick the bucket. But then they also said two and three believe scientists will never be able to tell us what actually happens. But some people are worried about going to hell. And they're, they're worried about their life choices. They are. I've seen Facebook. I'd be worried too. I've seen y'all on Facebook. I'm kind of kidding. Uh, let's see. Appar- apartment residents are horrified after finding a woman's body in a box on the sidewalk. Oh my gosh, this was in Houston. It was a brown U-Haul moving box sitting on the sidewalk. Right, at, And they said it smelled terrible. There, were bl- there was blood coming out of it. The women did not want to be identified. They knew something was right. They called police. 
police opened the box and found the decomposing body of a woman. They said they don't know how old she was or how long she has, how long she's been dead. So they did arrest a man at a complex nearby when he was walking by investigators, but they don't know what kind of charges he's facing. Oh my gosh, that's like some, that's a that's a horror film. Stick with us. Austin City Council. They're going to vote on a $1.18 million guaranteed basic income plan. If approved, 85 Austin, Texas families will receive $1,000 a month of taxpayer funds for a year. Uh, what? It's called Up Together. They're just going to... That's We call that welfare. That's what that is. That's welfare, right? What else is this? Right. It's welfare that you don't even, do you even have to prove that you're poor? That's a good question. <laughs> How are the families determined? They said that the city council is expected to pass the measure. The one lone Republican on the, on the council, Mackenzie Kelly, District 6, says she's voting against it. She's like, I seriously question, she's smart, you can tell. I, I think the other ones are dumb. This is her quote. I seriously question the legality of this item under Section 3, Article 52 of the Texas Constitution, which makes the gift of public funds illegal. There are no strings attached to these monthly payments and no public benefit. I'm strongly against this item and will, and will fight it. No strings, attached. no strings attached? What? So they said that the they'll have analysis of, and survey and interview data case studies with participants seeking to make recommendations measure impact blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, but it's a government it's a basic income government funded policy no strings attached so apparently you wouldn't even have to prove that you're poor you could just go up and be like where's my money right oh my gosh no strings attached <sighs> And I was looking at some of this. Yeah, I mean, there's, there, because uh, they're, they're working with this California group that's been doing this. And there's even been questions about the California group and corruption and all kinds of stuff. Uh, it is, I'm looking for the name of the group that they were partnering with. Uh, up together. And they're going to administer the program. And then, Kane, after one year, they're going to analyze the results. So Regular this was cash. Eighty five families for a year get a thousand bucks a month. Yes. They're uh, voting on this today. Austin's current homelessness, that's there's more than three thousand homeless in Austin right now. That's a that's a low estimate, by the way. If anybody's ever been to Austin and seen their under the under the bridge. Under the bridge of the yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, it's not great. It's actually pretty. You know, it's it's horrific to look at and and to see how these people are suffering. But somehow, giving no strings attached to eighty five families is going to solve something. I don't. I don't see it. I know some. I know a lot of people who they've done features on this. They deal with addiction and all of that. You know what? You know what? If if I was. Um, don't you think that if you're, if they're, especially if they're not evaluating whether or not these people are addicted to drugs or alcohol or something like that, because you're, they would spend the money on drugs and alcohol, wouldn't they? 
I mean, the ones who are who have addictions. I've seen. I watched this one documentary. It was it was uh, horrible. It was this mother who was who wanted to be homeless because she fell in love with this guy who's homeless, and then he got her addicted to drugs, and then she had a daughter that she had to give up, and the daughter was trying to get her mom out of being homeless, and the mom wouldn't do it, and she had no, and then uh, the family was giving her money, and she turned right around and just bought more drugs. <sighs> now here's the other thing: the recipients have wide discretion on how they spend their money. Anything they pretty much want to. The article, I was reading another article on it. It says food, housing, uh, child care, or anything else they need or desire. That's everything. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. They, they, and they have to, they, it would begin this summer if it's passed. Taxpayer dollars in Austin. I can't believe so many people still live in Austin. I have friends who are not on the left who live in Austin. They live in the outskirts, but they live in Austin nonetheless. I know a lot of people who live in and around Austin. Y'all are support. Y'all are paying for that. Now, couple this with more Americans losing confidence that they'll ever own a home. This was a headline that we had uh, last hour. A survey by the Federal Reserve found only 43% of renters think they'll ever own a home. First below 50 ever, ever from this survey. Because BlackRock's probably buying it all. (laughs) Really? Oh, my gosh. I remember when we were selling our house before we moved, I didn't, I was really uh, anxious about, like, we would have, uh, and they have great, they have great offers. I think there was like a BlackRock affiliated affiliated company that was that had offered like uh, it was like ten over cash, and I'm like, no, I don't know you, I don't know you. You're just a company. It made me, you know, I was like, no, I'm not interested in that. Nope. It's weird. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. So first up, a Florida bride and the caterer were arrested after a dozens and dozens of their wedding guests were got sick from weed-laced lasagna what? and desserts, including chocolate-covered strawberries and pudding shots. First off, a pudding shot is an evil thing. That's horrible. Alcohol in a pudding cup? Really? Ew. Ew. No. That is, those are two different types of textures. One's liquid, one's pudding. You just don't mess. Anyway, the bride, it's Dana with a Y, thank you. Dana Savoboda, Savoboda, yeah. And her caterer, Jocelyn Montranisi, Bryant, face felony charges. Apparently, the guests didn't know. They got felonies. That said they tampered with guest food, misdemeanor culpable negligence. Guests told police that after they ate the lasagna, pudding shots, and strawberries with bread, olive oil, and herb dip, they began to feel feel tingly. It's Jocelyn Southern Kitchen Catering Service. Employees were already were already getting into cars and trying to flee the scene when police arrived. Every guest tested. They tested every guest that was there, and they all tested positive for marijuana. And they said that they would prosecute whoever spiked the food. Uh, one woman allegedly believe i i don't know i this is a whole crazy like so then it gets crazy because there was a woman who had to be given something to calm her down at the hospital and there's all kinds of family drama and they said that uh another asked the bride whether the food been laced and she said that she should have been excited as though she were being given a gift that was her response apparently wow why would you do that and also gross 
right? Why would you do that? Who does that? It's Bill Cosby vibes. Right? Like, who does Especially that? With the pudding. It was at the Springs Clubhouse in Longwood, 50 guests. And she said, one woman said she told the police she felt numb, helpless, and her mind was playing strange things in her head. She believed that her son-in-law passed away and her family hadn't told her. She started hallucinating. And they had to give her something at the hospital to calm her down. And another guest said, well, I had three glasses of wine and I ate two meatballs, Caesar salad, tortellini, and bread. And then my heart began to have race and I had crazy thoughts. (laughs) It's literally a quote. I'm not making this up. God love him. How much wine do you have? I'm just saying. Anyway, I mean, it sounds like there was something other than weed. I don't think weed does. I'm not a weed expert or connoisseur, so I don't know. I don't think that weed does that to you. It sounds like something else was in there, too. Oh, my gosh. All right. So a uh, Florida man (laughs) hit a victim in the face with a vacuum cleaner. St. Petersburg. A Florida man is accused of hitting another man in the face with a vacuum. Daryl Jones of St. Petersburg was arrested last week, charged with felony battery. Uh, And he, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, the victim walked into his home when Jones hit him in the face with a vacuum. The victim defended himself and hit Jones in self-defense. And then Jones climbed on top of the victim until uh, he was and and wasn't and the victim wasn't able to flee. Police said victim had minor injuries, swollen right eye, cut on his forehead under his left eye. WFLA says his face is bruised. So the other dude is in jail. He was released, though, apparently, for, I, I don't know, I guess he, he, I guess he bonded out. There's no details on that. I don't really care. I just want to know what type of vacuum was it? And was it just like an attachment, or did he legit hold up a whole vacuum and, like, whack him in the face? I mean, we've got questions. So this guy, this is one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen and read. So this, uh, this is in uh, uh, Riviera Beach early hours of april 8th and what ended up happening is walter koberski koberski he's got 13 charges including violently resisting arrest so agents with palm beach they were in a marked patrol car and uh they saw a guy in a red tv in a red shirt uh driving a white mitsubishi and uh he was blocking the southbound travel he was you know his travel traffic violation then they watched He saw the cops and he lifted a clear glass pipe to his head and then lit it. He was smoking crack right in front of the cops. They, of course, arrested him after a chaotic chase. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm back from the border and I'll tell you what I saw and why Biden's open border policies are a bigger problem every day. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter show, I will detail the latest evidence of how Biden is spreading this crisis around the country. And I'll discuss the dystopian nightmare we're seeing in Shanghai, where people cannot leave their homes. What is really happening there? Join me. Follow the Sarah Carter show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.